Hey, really quick, for those who want to experience freedom from pornography, I have a free resource for you. It is called The Essential Step to Quitting Porn. And not only am I gonna give you the information that you need to better understand your triggers and the shame that you feel, but I'm also gonna give you three downloadable worksheets so that you can apply what you learned and begin to see the impact literally the day of getting this video and worksheet. So if you wanna quit porn and experience freedom, understand your sexuality better, and feel that holistic health that we all so long for, grab your free copy today. The link will be in the description. It's also secrethabit.ca slash the dash essential dash step. God bless, grab your free copy today. We all know that angst when there are things we just don't know how to talk about. You know, the things we keep secrets about, like our sexuality. We're Sean and Helena Bonito, and we welcome you to the Secret Habit Podcast. We find it so hard to find couples willing to talk about sex and how to live out God's design for sexuality. This is why we are here, to be that couple for you. Relational challenges around sex can be so awkward to talk about. That is why this podcast is all about authenticity with a heavy dose of fun. We want you to experience hope that inspires change. The kind of change that helps you laugh stronger, laugh harder, and sex better. Let's go! Hey, this one thing I used to do that drove Helena nuts, and it was something that I didn't really understand. We're gonna talk about that today. We are gonna talk about how to move from seeing sex as a task or a duty or drudgery or an obligation to it being fun and energizing and pleasuring and fulfilling. So yeah. Helena, you had to experience a lot of time of me feeling like it was a task and a drudgery and sure there was some deeper roots to that but really like my posture and mindset towards sex was not very fun oh yeah i i totally remember just like i didn't understand why like why is that and i think it was so frustrating because it you know when we went somewhere we usually heard that you know, the man usually has a higher libido and the woman usually has lower libido. And I think just this libido nonsense is kind of a nonsense. Now I look at it that way um, for most cases. And I would just say that it's really interesting. Like when um, I just remember how I felt like I don't understand why. And that drove me nuts, actually, because I was like, you know what? If you... Uh, can get aroused from porn and the women on the screen and that you find fun and you can't stop watching it and now you don't want to have the real thing like you don't want to have the real thing so is there something wrong with me is there you know is there something i can't offer and basically i felt like i'm competing with porn because um basically you wanted porn and he didn't want me hmm. yeah and that's definitely what it seemed like on the surface that's exactly yeah. yeah and i'm just gonna like that's literally what was going on so like i was just feeling like oh like all these emotions like i am you know 
I'm competing with this almost and then so I would either feel like I'm like trying to figure out a way to be better than porn or mm. uh, to do things or then to do things like in porn or then I would totally be uh, hopeless and I would just not do anything um, and it was all just kind of like really uh, difficult I remember just having lots of questions I remember feeling very heavy and I constantly asked the question why but now we know a lot of the why so Han I want yeah. to for you to talk about the why and like why this was happening and this is really heavy for somebody like you know saying that oh like I it looked like you don't enjoy sex with me and you would enjoy sex you would enjoy more sex with a screen yeah, and here's the thing, hon. Like, actually, a big bulk of this problem was after I quit porn. Yeah. Right. So if you think about it, we were married for ten months when I quit porn. This issue continued for two years. Yeah, it's interesting, and that still didn't. It's interesting because you're saying that, right? And I remember though that thought still didn't disappear. Yeah. Yeah, because, I remember you would go back to that thought. Yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't disappear because it still means that you're just getting free from porn, but like you're trying to abstain from porn. It's something that comes to you so naturally to want, but it doesn't come to you naturally to want sex and have fun with sex with in a marriage and within this relationship and so mm. that was confusing yeah. to me totally do you know what i'm trying to say yeah. so it was of like course, yeah. um really interesting so i would want for you hon mm. to just explain your journey and and what and the why so like if people are asking this why why can they have fun or you know just like i just remember that and asking that question all the time mm. yeah i think there's a few foundational things and the reality is is this can be an issue for the husband or the wife there can be a lack of desire for sex. It can feel like an obligation or a duty or a task or a drudgery that can happen for both sides. I think maybe the stereotype is that it would actually be more on the side of the, the wife, mm -hmm. which is not true. It doesn't need to be stereotyped. I think it's only true because men don't understand how women orgasm. Um, but I think the foundational maybe two things to, to this is the first one is even going back to our last episode um, two two episodes ago like just so much fear of failure mm. and sex is like the most intimate thing mm -hmm. and like if there's a fear of failure it ends up just being easier to avoid it and mm -hmm. when we end up doing it I'm so riddled with fear and anxiety and expectations that I don't even enjoy it Mm -hmm. Or for me, I, it ended up in erectile dysfunction. Mm -hmm. And then the second thing, I think just the reality of, and we experienced this for probably a short season. Um, definitely blessed to have some people helped us really have fun in our sex life. Like, mm -hmm. you know, experiencing different things, trying different things, growing together sexually. I think that sex can become very routine for people. It feels the same every time. You know, the, the wife probably rarely orgasms, the man probably orgasms too quickly, and really it just kind of feels like something you do as a married couple, but it doesn't even feel fun. Mm. We didn't really get to that place, but there, there was times where it was kind of like, you know, we've been kind of doing this sex routine for a while, and mm -hmm. like it'd be nice to 
what's the next step? What's the next level in our intimacy? Yes. Yeah. And I think just a lot of couples, we, we, we were in there, but it's just, there's a lot of fears, especially for a man. And then there's that routine feeling mm-hmm. where once something becomes routine, it loses its zest. It loses its dopamine. And not only on an emotional level, but on like a neuro brain level, mm-hmm. it actually is less appealing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just the reality. And that's why we're called to grow together emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Because they all add an amazing rush of dopamine. Yes. Like I get more aroused being with you, hun, simply by connecting. Like when we're laughing together and cuddling than like something super sexual. Like mm-hmm. I, I get the, the the connection erection more than I get like uh, uh, maybe like a physical aroused erection. And that doesn't mean I don't get those. I get those a lot because you're very attractive. But I'm a very like, emotionally connected person. Like act, or, um, words of affirmation, right, is a big thing for me. So I'll get really aroused simply by emotionally connecting to you. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where, where maybe I want to go with this podcast and you can speak into this like, how have you seen it change? Because you're the one who had to live with me as somebody. Oh, like, yeah. what has been so different as you've seen it happen? Like, what can be maybe hopeful and inspiring to people listening? Because we're still figuring things out. We have a baby. Like, it's just been a crazy season, but it's been amazing. I mean, oh, yeah. like, considering we've had a baby, it's been a sexually healthy season, which is so cool. But I could imagine two, three years ago, it would be a disaster. Yeah, I don't know how we would manage with a baby and not. Yeah, and I get the help we need it um, during that time. So, yeah, I think it's just so great to see uh, the growth. And also, like, I think you really explained well, hun, what it means, like, when, you know, for that question with pornography, like, it's just the reality with things getting, uh, yeah, the levels of dopamine and everything. Um, and I actually heard this really one thing that... Um, you know it's almost like you can get wired again on so you can get rewired you know from pornography and wired to that reality again and i love that i really love that you know and i've really seen that in you hon like you know it's really five years now and you really rewire like the brain i just know it like is rewired um, just simply the way I we are enjoying our sex life, and I, I just know that uh, the wiring is just now on me, and that is just beautiful. I think that is so meant to be. So basically, what I see and what I've seen growth in is that this this new wiring on uh, on me. Yeah, and That's so I. <laughs> Uh, and I think it's just so awesome, like the way I see you uh, interact, and you're not like, um, yeah, because you're not so consumed by those things anymore. You're just like now, I just get excited about us and the reality, and mm-hmm. I think that's just wonderful. I also see like, yeah, like what you were saying with uh, kind of things just being, uh, you know, when they were kind of stagnated i would say mm-hmm. Very. um you know i think that just happened for so many people either you know i don't think it ever got into a point of sexless marriage but um you know it definitely got into a point of stagnation and um yeah i think people just lose uh, vision i think people lose vision for why why sex 
why they want to keep having sex in marriage why they why intimacy and i think the biggest problem in this is that we uh you know we have been discipled the wrong way first of all we've been actually sexually discipled the wrong way in the church and we have been sexually discipled by the culture so like the church has really done a terrible job and i'm just going to be point blank is to um you know really helping uh with the framework of sex and what is meant to be and i see this a lot just um yeah i think there are people that they might have received certain messages about sex growing up and that then wires their framework around what sex means and if they don't dig into their story if they don't dig into what's happening and why it's happening and why do we even want to have sex they don't slow down stop and realize what's happening in their sexuality on both sides that's when things stagnate that's when things Mm -hmm. become sexless because we don't have a vision and so not that we got into a point that you know you have gone through you know quite a bit of your story but i think is what happened is when it when we stagnated is that i just remember that you um you were just kind of stuck with uh with shame yeah and and just that shame was really paralyzing and until somebody was able to help you then um somebody was able to kind of help you navigate those thoughts that you were actually having in the bedroom Mm. um yeah and i think also what was really important is to identify the vision for our sex life so like you know you weren't really what i've seen change is your continuous improvement and learning about me and my sexual Mm. story and my body Mm. so like the the way that sex is fun in our marriage is the fact that we are learners of each other and i have said this million times we're learners and we are learning about each other's bodies and i think this is so beautiful i think this is exactly how god meant to meant to have it like i think it's such a beautiful way of uh, his design yeah. like I, I just really see it totally. uh, because we are forced to keep learning to keep growing uh, unle- unte- because if we if we want that uh, you know that really intimacy we're forced mm. into growth yeah if we if we're not if our intimacy is not uh, and is stuck it's usually the pro- problem of lack of growth and vision mm. Mm. um so good we just kind yeah. of like stagnate we don't think that there's anything more to learn um yeah. i think i know everything about you and every parts of you and yeah. uh when because no one's talking about sex it's easy to get to that place yes i thought i knew everything about you and i knew nothing yeah like you didn't <laughs> orgasm for like two years and i thought i was the go- i thought i was the man yeah <laughs> it's like whoa I and it was knew yeah yeah it's true like I and we could have an episode about this yeah because I was Ten so episodes about <laughs> <laughs> yeah seriously it's <laughs> like and I didn't want to tell you because I was afraid that um, first of all it was really struggle for me not to masturbate and second of all 
it was I didn't want to tell you because I was afraid that you're going to start watching porn that you're going to feel ashamed and then the next time we're going to have sex it's going to get even worse mm. and so I would try to hint you but I never really we never really talked about it and when we when I kind of hinted then and I, we would kind of mention it then you would fall into shame yeah. and that would be this cycle again yeah. and so and I wasn't a learner and you weren't no, a learner I thought I, I thought I knew everything I wasn't willing to learn and That's that right. robbed us of fun like yes. you said it so well it's like when we learn about each other it opens the gateways in our mind to having fun because we all love new things actually new things is what is novelty and it's actually what releases dopamine yeah new yeah. things release dopamine because they're new and exciting and we can anticipate what they're going to be like and when you remove the fear of failure and the shame it's amazing how when your wife or your husband tells you something about what they might like or something that they want to learn about your body, it opens up the door for grace and thankfulness mm -hmm. rather than defensiveness and fear. Mm -hmm. And it's just so wonderful. And, and, and really just tagging off of some of the things you've been saying, just to bring it together, it's like sex was made for worshiping God. Sex was made by God for our pleasure, for, for goodness, for unity, for you know, living in our one fleshness. Like it is a good thing. Mm -hmm. it's something that God created for good better be fun. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think reality. it's. I think the reality is that I think you know some some people might think that they're better because they're like I'm better than my husband because he wants it all the time, and I really I think like I can be without it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I this is interesting. So if you say that just like i think to my opinion i think in that moment you're literally spinning on god's gift and that's the first thing second thing you've probably experienced a lot of pain in your life and you've probably experienced places in your life that have been wounded sexually but you're not willing to admit that you have a sexual or you don't know how to admit you don't know how to admit and then you that you have a sexual story as well and uh, the reality is that we all have sexual stories regardless of whether you want to have a lot of sex or you don't want to have any sex or you want to have medium amount of sex uh, you still have a sexual stories if, if you have penis or if you have a vagina you have a sexual story <laughs> hey that's a pretty high number I believe I think that's aligned with the mortality rate 100% <laughs> So that's just uh, what it's like. And uh, I think until we realize that, that we have that story, because once we are able to, you know, enter in to that story and say, I have a sexual story too. I, um, you know, I want to learn actually maybe why I think about sex this way. Yeah, um, yeah like, right, honey, because you you really went into why are you thinking about sex this way and yeah. well that was uh, the sexual template was yes. really helpful with that digging into my own fears of yeah fears of failure mm -hmm. the expectations that i had on myself through what i saw in pornography the assumptions that i had uh, in what helena expected out of me mm -hmm. it all came together and created a fear that I had to overcome this mountain of emotional baggage to even have sex. Mm -hmm. And if sex feels routine or I'm struggling with my erections, then it's never going to be that beautiful gift that God created it to be. It's going to be frustrating and it's going to be mm -hmm. stressful. And I remember so many times just fighting to keep an erection, fighting just to get to the end of sex, not because it was bad, but because I was so riddled with fear 
and was stuck in my own head. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to a client about that today. Just, you know, something would come into his mind. And, you know, we talked about how that's actually like an alarm system, mm-hmm. either a fantasy or a thought or a memory. And he would try and fight it mid-sex so that he would get right right back to having sex with his wife. But in, the problem with fighting something is it is kind of more of an avoidance, kind of prohibition mentality when typically those things are coming because it's trying to get your attention to tell you something. Mm. And I would just constantly try and push things away and fight things while trying to be intimate with you, have sex with you, and it just doesn't work. Um, yeah, so the way was, that, that's so good. So I, I really want to pause here. That's really good. Huh? Yeah, it's so like my, my mind was waging war against my body, basically. Like there was no way for them to work together. And what I came to find, and I told this to one of my clients today, is I'd actually began to pause when I had this going on in my head. And I would tell you like, hey, babe, I'm just got my, my mind is just not focused the way I want it to be to honor you mm-hmm. or to love on you. I really want to have sex with you, um, but can we just go back to having some foreplay? Mm-hmm. And it just became an opportunity to be vulnerable, which seemed so terrifying in the beginning, but has become fun. Yeah, like that's I actually think become that, part of the fun. Exactly. It's like I'm became... fully known and fully loved, and yes. that adds to the fun, that oh, adds totally. to the joy, that adds to the pleasure. But as I was talking to that one client today, it's like there's such a lie embedded in all of us as humans that. The other person is going to think we're disgusting mm-hmm. or stupid mm-hmm. or they might they might divorce us. And it's like, ugh, that, that just doesn't happen. Like, it, it sure could. Yeah, that's the thing where the uh, conversation needs to be totally open and honest from both sides. And that's why, like, I am a huge advocate of the sexual template where, like, you guys can just really have a time to, to just talk about everything when it comes to sex and your expectations and i think it's just like once it's all laid on the table then you're not just double guessing what that person means and you know what like i had so many expectations that i made it worse for sean to actually feel uh you know i thought i was like motivating him we're just kind of like helping him uh but i actually made it worse and uh with some of the expectations i had i also was you know I guess it was a really unhealthy way of me coping with some of the things mm. that I I felt insecure about. Um, so, you know, I had I had some really unhelpful expectations on that yeah. that I felt like they were causing you problems. Totally. Yeah, I would be amplified in my own head and cause mm-hmm. me a lot of strife, but I think that's just really how we want to paint the picture of how people get stuck not enjoying sex mm-hmm. obviously there's other aspects of workaholism watching too much tv you know you know leaving sex till the end of the night when you've gotten everything else done mm. and then you're too tired like there's all these other things that do play into it as well of course if sex is always at 11 p.m and you're exhausted it's going to feel like a task mm. of course if you choose watching a movie over enjoying each other's bodies and emotions and spirit of course you're gonna think it's a task if you think that you know going out with the buddies for a beer is more exciting than having sex with your wife of course that's gonna feel like a drudgery Mm. so it's really prioritizing what's actually purposeful in your life what's passionate in your life what matters in your life that goes back to what helena was saying with the vision and the purpose it's so important to know why you do what you do and where you're going with it because if we don't know why we do what we do it's just a task. Yes. Oh, totally. I it just came 
came to my mind right now, like with the vision, I really would like you to pause after this and just ask yourself a simple question like, what is the vision for my sex life? And ask the Lord to help you. Yeah. And regardless of where you are, like, do you want to be where you're at right now? And if not, where do you want to be? Hmm. And ask the Lord to help you navigate this. Um, I think it's something really important to have a vision for your sex life, uh, vision for what God made sex to be in yeah. the unity of your marriage and yeah and the mm. vision for you as a husband and a wife so yeah, i just amen. would want you to pause and ask what is the vision for my sex life so good i'm just writing that down because <laughs> something that is so tangible we forget we forget to pause and um also like you know where where am i at right now where I, where I want to be going and why did I learn what I learned about sex you know that's so important yeah. what what messages did I learn about sex and what did it teach me and that's that's why I think about sex that is a task yeah. uh, instead of something that we're we're in, we're enjoying because again I think if we constantly keep the messages inside of us as to what we've learned about sex mm -hmm. that has been imposed on us uh like if we think the message is that it's a task it's work it's uh or maybe somebody uh, you know told you like your mom told you that it's gross or something like that then it's going to be like that and you're going to project that on your sex life because you are thinking that all the time you're believing that and so having the vision you know understanding what that is uh that's actually that's actually what you're aiming for right now yeah the vision helps you filter your life yes absolutely so if you know where you're going then the decisions you make today either help you get to that vision or take you away from it and once you have a vision concrete you then use it as a filter to make decisions you yes. use it as a filter with how life is going, if it's moving towards your vision or is it moving away from mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. So that's obviously those narratives and beliefs and thoughts play a huge role. If, if I'm gonna keep living in this belief, it's gonna move me away from that vision. Mm -hmm. So I need to do something about it. We that's have right. many podcasts that go deep into that. We have coaching that goes deep into that. But I w just thought I would we would wrap up, hon, just to share like mm -hmm. what does it look like to have fun having sex what does it look like to yeah. thrive and have abundance and it doesn't mean that it's easy it doesn't mean that it's cakewalk that doesn't mean it happens three times a day or even every day it means i think for me there's a freedom in our sexual unity yeah what does that mean to you yeah i love that i think what it reminds me of i don't know why this is reminds me of but you know that that time like we we were getting back to sex after i after i was after birth and I think uh, it was a couple of weeks after birth. I think it was like five or six. And it was just still a bit painful. And uh, I just remember that I felt so safe. I felt so safe with you. 
um, I felt like in the bedroom there was like no fear, no nothing. Like、mm. it was just a way of trying,、wow. trying. I didn't feel ashamed.、Um, I just felt really loved because I was known、mm. for you know all that pain that my and you've seen me in 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 so many ways in my body in in so many just. Diff- like not like the, you know, flashes and best times, and you know, and I think that there were just some awkward moments、mm. during the first couple of times、sure. of having sex, and I think Violet was just like, you know, sleeping still in our bedroom,、yeah. and it was just kind of like, but I remember we we're just like laughing、mm. midway, you know. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. We're just like laughing midway because I don't know. I think we were just having sex, and Violet made a funny noise or something. Probably farted or something. <laughs> yeah, she farted. Or <laughs> But I just remember, and that's you know, it didn't disturb us or anything, or even the fact that you know I was feeling pain in a bit of position. It actually, it's interesting because I actually felt like that these moments at the beginning actually brought us even closer yeah, together, and that's、yeah. what I'm talking about. It's not about. The perfection—it's—it's、mm. it's about the knowing,、yeah. and that's—that's that's what I'm talking about.、Mm, so good.、Huh? I told this to a client the other last week, and it really impacted him. It was as he's looking to heal from erectile dysfunction. I told him that your wife doesn't want sex from you as much as she wants intimacy, because intimacy lays the groundwork and the foundation for. A healthy sex life,、mm-hmm. and I and I was sharing with him about how for a long time I was kind of se- setting it as a goal for myself to create space for you and I to have intimacy three times a week,、mm-hmm. rather than saying let's have sex three times a week. It was let's make space for intimacy, and it almost always led to sex.、Mm-hmm. But there was no it has to. There was no expectation. I think、mm-hmm. that's part of the freedom is you and I realize that it's really beautiful to actually just sometimes cuddle. And laugh、mm-hmm. and like that's satisfying to us. It's like when there's a freedom and a thriving in in your sex life, it actually makes it less about the sex life.、Mm-hmm. Like I think there's an enjoyment in the intimacy, knowing that we're going to have sex when we want to, like tomorrow or the next day. It's not like we have to do it today because if we don't do it today, then I don't know if we're going to do it again. It's like there's a freedom. Yeah, to say we know we do. We're gonna. Yeah, it's true. We know that we have freedom together. We love each other. We trust each other. We're safe、mm-hmm. with each other. We're vulnerable with each other. And there's just a freedom to know that it's not kind of like you know going to a buffet and trying to eat as much as you can because you know、right. you know you can't you can't take <laughs>、so、any home.、Good. It's like we know that there's an opportunity to have sex tomorrow morning,、yeah. afternoon, night. Next day, next day, next day. It's not like we're afraid of missing out on an on an on a moment of having sex. So there's、That's、just a、right. freedom in that, and I feel like there's a lot less. Like, I don't want to say shaming, but like you know, if you tell me that you're tired because you're with Violet all day, you're not in the mood because of this, and you just want to cuddle, I'm like, awesome. That's、yeah. great. I'm not like disappointed or frustrated or anything.、Yeah. It's like, but I but I'm ready. It's like we、yeah. can have sex. Tomorrow, like when we're both unified and ready for it. Yeah, and that goes both. That goes to me as well, right? Like if you're not in the mood, I don't feel like I don't feel anymore, like rejected or、yeah. something like I used to.、Yeah. You know, if it just really like you had a hard day at work、yeah. or something, I no longer feel that way. I just wanted to say, yeah, it's like having buffet every day, and <laughs> you just pick out the best things、yeah, you、right. see there <laughs> instead of like getting all you know. 
just almost overwhelmed with the food and eat mm, so much of it. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> um, so this is a really neat topic for us just because we've come so far. Even as Alana was saying, like it'll be five years in August since I quit porn. Like there's mm. that two to five year stat that says that takes how takes that long to renew your mm-hmm. mind and I sure feel like the last year has been the best year I've had in my freedom walk. And it's just a testimony to the long term game plan, the vision of healing. Oh. And it's amazing. You know, having a daughter who's sixteen months now and our sex life has been really healthy while being parents has been just a testimony to that. So mm-hmm. we just share this as an encouragement that we've been where you're at if you're listening to this there's hope there's there's a story that is to be unpacked and understood and would love to be a part of that story if you need coaching if you want to grab the sexual template course we'll link it below but ultimately we just wanted to share with you that sexual struggles are normal but they're also painful but they're also a lot simpler to to heal than you think Mm -hmm. not easy but simple Mm-hmm. And I just really want people to know that. Mm-hmm. And I've had like eight sessions with a client and it's just incredible breakthroughs that are happening way faster than I expected. Mm. Maybe even six sessions. Anyways, it's just so cool to think. Mm-hmm. You can literally change your sex life in the next three to six months. Wow. That'll change the next 30 to 60 years. Like that is substantial. So let's end on that because that's really powerful. That's very Anything powerful. Else, no, it's just like boom. Yeah, let's just boom and leave it at that so as we always say because it matters so much to us and we hope it matters to you may you let our failures be your success so we say god bless god bless you and lots of love hey if you found value from this episode it would be amazing if you would consider leaving a five-star review that way you are contributing to this podcast being able to be seen by more people and extend their reach so others can see and hear the value that you just got and hey hit subscribe that way you will get episodes right to your inbox right to your library as soon as they come out so thank you so much for tuning in god bless